Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And joining us now are George Sedano and Scott Kaplan. Sedano, how are you, man? Uh, I'm good. Good to hear your voice after I saw you earlier. Yeah, today. I saw George in the elevator, and he was. You're you're having one of those days, George, where you're doing. Uh, you and your wife are handing off children in the middle yeah. of the street, trying to get everybody to their events. Oh Correct. That was it. There was a scheduling snafu today. I didn't realize my services were needed, so I was going to be in the <laughs> studio. And then got a text like... Well, you were in the studio, just more brief than you thought. Right. And then it's yeah. like, where are you? And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, uh, I'll be there soon. Yeah, that's <laughs> so the that, dreaded that's text when your wife texts you, where are you? Yeah. Oh, God, what did I forget? Well, the thing that surprised me most that is what you told me is that... I think Was it Aria that has a soccer game? And I, I thought... No, volleyball, Aria, volleyball. Volleyball yeah. game. And I thought Aria was like five. No, eight. And Aria's eight. Yeah. So they're already Momo. You don't have that much time left before your kids are going to be in organized sports. My my just started organized sports on Sunday. Yeah, Daniel's playing in the Pee Wee Soccer League. Okay, guess who volunteered to be assistant coach? Sweep the leg. Oh, did you? Yes, I'm. Have you you had a practice yet? We we had a practice and a game, and these kids are like. Is this pack soccer where they all run in a giant pack wherever the ball is? Yeah, it's like hive. It looks like a beehive. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, love it. And um, but I I figured. Like they're three and four year olds. Yeah. And my main goal was to get. What are the two things you need to know? Have fun. Well, have fun. Okay, you're being. No. You're you're like lighthearted. Mama, uh, the very use first your feet thing is and not your hands. It's no, no. soccer. Yeah. Okay. Great well, I want I want you to walk out there and look them straight in the eye with a okay. dead serious look on your face and said, if you remember only one thing, I want you to remember these three words. Okay. Are you ready? Sweep the leg. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> when you lose a little piece of you dies, Momo. Okay, listen. Jeez. They're three years old. My son is going to be four in a couple weeks. George's son is going to be four in yeah. a couple weeks. Okay? Eight days. Eight, Eight days. days. Wow. Hey, Mateo, happy right. birthday. So, yeah. George, if you're like me, you're at a stage where they, they you can get them to say really funny things. They'll just oh, yeah. repeat it back. Mm-hmm. So, I've taught Daniel a new joke. Okay, we went to the beach and he was excited about the boats and he was like, Mommy, are those pirate boats? And I was like, yeah, those are pirate boats. So, I've now taught him to sing, yo, ho, yo, ho, pirate's life for me. It's very cute when he does it. And I also taught, taught him a really stupid joke. I said, what's the pirate's favorite letter? And he's R. Said, R, but yeah. it should be the C. And yeah. can you just imagine this? <laughs> I know. Did Michael Thompson slip into the studio and no one noticed? <laughs> and, but I, can, I, can, I will try to get this on tape for you. I can get Daniel to say it now. He, you do. You can do the so whole joke cute when he's like, when is this little three-year-old saying this to you? So you definitely cannot teach three-year-olds to sweep the leg because they will totally repeat that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I remember one time Lisa was driving and Jack was in the back seat and he was yeah. three or four. Some guy cut her off and she goes jackass oh. and Jack out of the back seat goes jackass. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Lisa goes no 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 no. I know. They- they pick up everything like right yeah. there's a stupid rhyme he listened to once they are, right. they are and the sponges rhyme goes, at this you're not a nice kid you're a bully and he keeps saying that to everybody who oh, no. doesn't 
do what he wants. So he said it to his <laughs> teacher the other day. God, no, don't say that. God, don't. All right, hey, by the way, lies. let me uh, get this in. Game of Games are powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you call our buddy Jacob and Ronnie. Calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. All right, yeah. Sedano and Cap. Mm-hmm. Um, so many playoff teams from last year. Yeah. Looked awful this weekend. Terrible. Bengals, yeah. Niners, Rams, yeah. Packers, yep. Cowboys, mm-hmm. Raiders, Cardinals, all in the playoffs last year, all lose. Cap, if I had to if I made you after one week identify the best team in the NFC, who is it? Best team in the NFC. Oof. I'm gonna probably immediately just say Tampa. Oh, I I, nope. I I don't think that's a bad answer, but George, I said Minnesota. Yep. That's who it's right now. One, you know, one weekend, I would take the Minnesota Vikings over anyone in the NFC right now. I think Minnesota has really hard receivers to cover. They have a competent quarterback in Kirk yeah. Cousins. They have a good running back in Dalvin Cook, and they have an aggressive defense and a good new coach who yeah. likes crown yeah. plays. And, and by the way, John, they they had they Kevin had a guy, the guy, oh, that's he okay. was yeah, he used to work for McVay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had yeah, like a great defense just a couple of years ago, and then they suffered a lot of injuries and COVID stuff happened, and uh, you know they so they struggled on that side of the ball. But the talent on the defense is still mostly intact. Um, you guys can uh, make fun of me, Sonano and Cap. I am out of my survivor pool. I heard. Uh, I after heard. one Tennessee. week, I picked yeah. Tennessee at home to beat the Giants, and I'm not even mad because of what Brian Dable, the Giants coach, did. I want to ask you guys about it. I don't understand why more coaches don't do this. And Cap, you've worked sidelines for a lot of NFL games, and there's always been this understanding that if you, if you, if you're down seven at the end of a game, let's say it's twenty to thirteen. And you score, you kick the extra point and get the game into overtime. I don't understand why. If I've got another team on its heels, yep. I thought that LSU blew it yep. when they had that uh, that game against Florida State last week. And they they get it to within one with 10 seconds to go in the game. Just go. Go run it in for the into the end zone. Even yes. if, because, yeah, yeah uh, Cappy, even if you don't make it, you can live with yourself that you went for it, right? I mean, why don't more coaches go for it in that scenario? And, and by the way, just one other detail on that. When you're on the road and you've got that opportunity, you, you got to try and go for the win. All you're doing by kicking the extra point is prolonging the game with no guarantee that you're going to win. It's either go win it right now or we'll have to just live with the consequences Wait of the decision. Wait a you yeah. were you were killing uh, what's his face uh, the Chargers head coach last week to me because you feel like he goes for it too much. No, no, but when you're on the road and you have a short distance to go and you've got a chance to go for the win, I like to be a bit more aggressive and go for the win. That's all. And and by the way, uh, George, I'm glad you brought up Brandon Staley who likes to go for it on fourth down. There's a high school coach in Arkansas. Who only who never punts uses to punt. He does. Yeah, yeah there, he there's does a guy not, in Vegas who used to do that too. Yeah, he does not have a punter. Now, yeah. you got to have a really good team to get away yeah. with this. But his his logic, and I saw a whole real sports piece on this. His logic is, what you want in football more than anything is you want the ball. You never ever want to voluntarily give up the ball if you have it. Make them take it away from you, even if it's fourth and twenty from your own five. See if you can make it. And if you don't make it and they score, then you get the ball back. And when he explained it that way, I thought, it's not as crazy as it sounds. 
going for it all the time. Like well, in Brandon high school, Staley definitely, does. you can get be a little more, uh, especially if you have talent, right? In high right. school, you can do that more. But I'm with you. I, I, I Look, it's funny. For years, Belichick was kind of ahead of the curve on this stuff, going back like 15, almost 15 years ago. I remember a game where the Patriots and Colts, this is the peak Brady Manning On a stuff. Sunday night, yep. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and, and Belichick went for it a ton of times on fourth down. He got criticized because they got stopped on the last play of the game, basically. But no one talked about all the other times he went for it and, con- and converted in that same game. And like, his argument, George, was, I know what happens when Peyton Manning gets the ball. Right. He, yeah. sco- he puts points on the board for them. Why do I want to give him the ball? Yeah. So, Cap, is it all that ridiculous if I if I just refuse to punt except if it's like fourth and 30? In the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because punting is a defensive play, and it changes field position. Yep. So, yeah, you're using the old Jim Mora argument. Not not young Jim, but the older Jim, the former coach of the— You mean playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah, that, that guy. guy. Jim, I, used to a radio sh- I used to do a radio show, Jim, who's one, of the, who's one of the great <laughs> guys of all time. Yes. And Jim used to say— he would beat it over me. Ireland, a punt is a good play. Why do you keep criticizing punts? A punt's a good play. If you can trap the other team down there and win field position, that's a good play. So that's your argument, Cap, right? Is that if well, you I can just, win the field yeah. position battle, you can I mean, steal the game? Right. I mean, if you've got if you've got a punter who can place the ball and somebody you can count on, I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw the Jets punter kick one into the stands the other day, and I don't mean like past the end zone. I mean – No, no, into the stands. Yeah, yeah. He shanked it. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you've got a, a good punter, you can change field position. And so, again, that's a defensive play. So you're trying to pin somebody down there. You know um, what, though? And, and, I will, I'll say this, field. Cappy. As you, I've known you for 20 years, man. When young Scott Kaplan would have gone for it, man. Like, you you have gotten risk-averse as you've gotten old, man. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, you know, George, as a former kicker, um, you know, I've got a real soft spot for the punters. So I'm trying to think. I think in Buffalo, for example, when the Bills played the Rams, the Bills never punted. Right. So I kind of felt like, man, the, the guy from the Bills, he never got to really show off his skills. By the way, Ryan, I don't think the, the USC punter has punted in two games. Oh, yeah. my God, really? Yeah, I just think all they do is run up the score and score touchdowns, and even when they don't score touchdowns, they kick field goals. I, I just don't think that that, uh, that kid's ever going to punt. But, <laughs> hey, settle an argument. Momo and I made a mythical money bet. She thinks Seahawks at home tonight take care of business. I just got the points, though. I took the points. Yeah, I like, them, I like them plus the points, too. I, I, like, I like Russell Wilson to go in there and put on a show. Cap, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, me too. What's the spread, by the way? Six oh, and a half. Points. Six oh. and a half. Denver by six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah, no, I, I got to take Denver in this game. I figure Russell Wilson goes back. There's all the emotion. By the way, I'm not sure how it exactly goes. Like, do the Seattle Seahawks fans say, hey, Russ, thanks for coming back, and you were great here and won a Super Bowl and took us to another one? Or do they say, boo, Russell Wilson, you're now in an opposing uniform no, and you man, forced you your way out that, of town? Dude. Yeah, you, you can't know, boo the Russell signs Wilson. signs you've been seeing so far are not all that polite. Wow, like, really? Wilson. I, somebody's, I'll, 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 I'll find a couple. Yeah, that, that's kind of weak sauce because, dude, yeah. you, were, you were like a very average franchise until he took you to the Super yeah. Bowl a couple of times. Um, speaking of kickers, I know this is a completely different art form, but what happened to all the kickers in the NFL last, yesterday? Oh, my God. It, so it, there was oh. a stretch in the what I like to call the witching hour, yep. which is basically 12.30 p.m. Right. till about 1.00 When Andrew Siciliano's p.m. head explodes every right. week. Yeah. Right. And right. Scott Hansen that, says it's the witching hour. I love it. Yeah. Does he call it the witching hour? Yeah. I didn't know. I don't ha- have Hansen. I have Siciliano. Yeah. I have so, Hansen. So it is the witching hour, right? That 45-minute stretch. 
Uh, and anyone who's had a child understands this, that uh, there's a witching hour. They start screaming and yelling yes. and some, when they're babies. And it's there's about nothing 4 you to can 6 p.m. You just deal with it. Right, exactly. Seven, so like that. that's the NFL's version of the witching hour. And in that witching hour, in that 45-minute span, six kicks were missed or blocked in that stretch. Ooh. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, and, and what's weird is, is like, for example, the guy from the Cincinnati Bengals, who's a second-year player who last year, remember, he was being celebrated, like, what a rookie season. That guy hit, like, a 59-yard field goal Evan early McPherson, in the game. Yeah. And then he winds up missing like a 28-yarder. Yeah. It just kind of goes to show you, I'm going to get really geeky here for a second, okay. but the precision when it comes to the entire operation, the snap has to be right, the yeah. hold has to hit the spot, and yeah. the kicker has to then kick the ball. When a snap is high and a holder puts it down and it's not even close to where it was originally supposed to be spotted, it can screw up the entire thing. What and position you did you play again in college? Well, I mean, clearly, obviously. I mean, come on, man. This is my deal. This is what. This is my one small area of expertise, baby. I'm just asking. I'm a kicker. I'm okay, still a kicker then. To there you day. go. Well, yeah, well, yesterday you could have been better than like half the guys in the NFL. No way, dude. Did you see him try to kick a ball in uh, SoFi last I season? I, I mean, even I have to admit. I mean, it, it, John, it's going to take me a good... <laughs> year or so to get myself back in shape. <laughs> I mean, man, His oh man. son, who's a college kicker in D2, was out kicking him by a mile, if oh, yeah. I remember correctly. Not even close. I uh, mean, I just think like if you're a kicker in the NFL and you have a chance to win or tie a game, you just like that's all you're there for and you cannot shank the ball. Like I mean, the, the one guy hit the upright, that was a long field goal. Yeah. The guy, the Falcons kicker got blocked because it was a 60-yarder. That That's understandable, yeah, okay? Sure. But the other ones were just Yeah, like that guy in Tennessee had a 47-yarder oh. to win the That's game. It. High Bullock, school yeah. kickers yes. make that. You got to nail um, that. Some of the signs, 12 greater than three. Apparently, a Seattle Sports Talk radio station is passing out. 12 greater than the three for the Russell Wilson return. 12th man Oh, I see it. I see the signs behind RG3 and these guys now and Steve yeah. Young. Yeah, I would um, expect so the Seattle fans to not be welcoming because it's not like he left because his contract ended and he went somewhere else and the team didn't want to resign him. He forced his way out of there and badmouthed them on the way out the door yeah well um speaking of uh walked out the door Sliwa walked out the charger door and is now a raider fan how do i, I mean listen i would imagine you and momo ireland are all in on Sliwa being part of the raider yeah. well he's Welcome. now been indoctrinated he knows that him and bergman now have been to a raider game together and they know yeah. see raider games are like going to an amusement park number one it's like halloween everybody's dressed yeah. up the girls are uh Let's just say very, very into it. Yeah. Very supportive if you're rooting for the Raiders. Yeah. Um, and uh, most stadiums where you go to a Raider game, even if it's a road game, there are more Raider fans than the other. Bergman, yesterday, what was the breakdown? Charger fans versus Raider fans, roughly. 75-25 Raider fans. For a Charger home game. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, which is the greatest. That seemed to have helped a lot in the fourth quarter when they lost. Uh, yeah, I don't know how good they're going to be. No, I don't know how good they're going to be. I think the Chargers uh, – how about that Thursday night game, boys? Ooh, this oh, Thursday. against Chargers the Rams. That'll Thursday. Chargers at the Chiefs Thursday. That will also be um, majority Raider fans. I mean, the Bills fans were like 50-50, for God's sake. Um yeah, but Chargers Chiefs Thursdays for Amazon's first game. Oh, this Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this Thursday. Chiefs fans yeah. travel too. I feel like you know, not like the it's Bills. In fans. Yeah, but it's in KC, George. Oh, it's in KC. Yeah, oh, I, there'll be more Chiefs. And fans there are no then definitely. Yeah. There are no Charger fans that travel. There yeah. aren't even Charger fans that go to the home games. Yeah. <laughs> right. So no, yes, no. You, you, know, tell them. you tell them, John Ireland. Yeah. That, oh, there you go. You're you're singing Scott Kaplan's tune now. But they're John good, right. Cappy. They. I mean, if you, you watch. I one thing I noticed because I'm a Raider fan. Derek Carr had no time to throw. You had Bosa coming from one edge oh. and Khalil 
Mac coming from Ooh, the other. Khalil was and so they good. Ju- yeah, they just collapsed on him. Right. Yeah, I yeah, was, I was wondering- surprised though. Derek Carr, I mean, I, when you look at the numbers when the game's over, and you think to yourself, man, oh man, like first of all, he targeted Devontae Adams forty seven percent of the passes, I know. which is getting really nerdy stuff here. But the other That's part of it is you would just think that a guy like Derek Carr would have like you know the quarterback timer in his head and would know given the two the pass rushers play on the, of the outside. Game, you held right. the ball forever. Right. I was shocked that Derek Carr did not get rid of that ball. You just have to Same. take a chance. Um, all right, that's one of many, many things that Sedano and Cap are getting ready to discuss. A We're remind- talking about all the sex in Game of Thrones, too. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, that was hot last night. Oh, it was pretty hot, wasn't it? Oh, I, I, haven't, well, I haven't started uh, what, House of Dragons. House of, let me tell you, Dragons. I'm going to so go John, on a binge. John, you know the formula. The formula yeah. is what? What are the two formulas on Game of Thrones? It's pretty easy. Last well, week was violence. This week was sex. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah, okay. Last week was the crazy like fight scene. And this week was like half the episode was sex. God bless him. It was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I mean, a little creepy. There was definitely a little. Well, there was. There the, was yeah, yes. I mean, it's the Targaryen. You know, if you mean, know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that part, wait a minute. That's how that's how Game of Thrones started. Oh yeah, is right. when Jamie. Yeah. And, um, and uh, Cersei, Cersei, Cersei yeah. hooked up. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's right. it's very Targaryen, is what I'll say. Okay. <laughs> uh, Super Cross Talk brought hey. to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Sedano and Cap coming at you next. ESPN LA. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah! Yeah! Come on! No open! Bam, 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 bam. bam. I love our timing. Bing, bam, bing. It's okay. No, uh, no open today because Christopher is having technical issues. TDs, huh? Yeah. Boom, I mean, better than boom. you know having an S in front of it. So. Boom, boom, boom. That's true. Yeah. Man, I'm so happy that the NFL is back. Yeah, it was great. I didn't realize I'd miss Andrew Siciliano as much as I did. Hey, Scott Hansen, I love you, pal. Yeah, it was nice. It's like we're dating two different dudes. Yeah, it was great. So good. It was good. It was good. I would say the four o'clock games weren't as great. I mean, the Giants game was inter- was fun and interesting at the end. Um, but those one o'clock games, those you know, those ten a.m. games, holy moly! I mean, it was just like you know, injected into my veins in the last forty-five minutes. I'm with you though. The afternoon games, Chargers Raiders was an entertaining football game. Um, Minnesota. Well, we and barbecued Green Bay. at that stretch too, because we realized things were slowing down. I'm like, all right, it's time to hit the grill. 
Really? See, I was yeah. in a sports bar watching it amongst a whole bunch of fans. I had a bunch of Charger fans on one side, Raider fans yeah. on the other side. Yeah. And so it just was one of those energetic games where it was back and forth and fan bases were you know yelling and screaming. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was an entertaining football game. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I, I of course, was rooting for the Raiders, but yeah. in terms of just being a pure football fan, I'm like, wow, that's a great football yeah. game. Oh, actually, that's true. Obviously, that game was in the late window, too. So those, were, those two games were good. Um, the Chiefs game stunk. Yeah, not um, not really competitive. The Cardinals, um, and then uh, the night game was terrible. Yeah, uh, the the whole Tom Brady uh, and, and Tampa Bay just annihilating Dallas. I if you annihilated. don't if you don't like the Cowboys, if you're one of those people that just likes to hate on the Cowboys, I think this is going to be your year. Oh 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 yeah. Here you 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 know what? Look you know. Mondays are an overreaction Monday. You and I will overreact. We're going to have like basically hot takes. We want to overreact. We want to, what we basically want to do is we want to encourage overreaction on a Monday. Right. Okay. So I have a couple of overreactions, but the first overreaction, I don't know how much of an overreaction it actually is, is that I know Dak is supposed to be out anywhere between, they say six to eight. Now Jerry Jones trying to say it could be only be a month or whatever. Nonetheless, here's the deal. Yeah. Overreaction Monday? Yeah. The Cowboys are toast. You want another overreaction Monday for me? Well, well wait. Let me follow that one up with Go, you ready for this one? Give me your overreaction ready? Monday. Not Go. only are the Cowboys toast after week one, but overreaction? No. Dak Prescott is done. Like, what do you mean done? Like, like done. 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 Like, he's like, done. He won't be the Cowboys quarterback anymore? He's, in, in terms of his playing career, yeah. he's toast. He's done. Because you know what? Between the ankle injury two years ago, now this hand injury, he missed, I want to say, 13 games a couple years ago. He's going to miss six, seven, eight games this year. Dak Prescott is so injury prone, you can't count on him. He's done. He's toast. That's that's an overreaction. How's that? That is an overreaction. I don't know yeah. if I'd go that far. Well, I mean, I'm trying to overreact. You no, know no, I got you. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I'm going to overreact. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. The Chargers are winning the AFC West. Okay, I'll and they're going to prove it next week when they beat the Chiefs. Okay, I'll, I'll overreact. You ready for this? Yeah. The Raiders are going to win the AFC West. What? See, I came away from that game yesterday, and I listen, I'll give credit where credit is due. I know no, I'm the not. number one you're Charger hater. You're not going to give credit where credit is due. No, I am. Hold, I am. On, hold on a second. Hold on. Just pause right there for one second. Yeah. Lindsay, do you believe he's actually going to give credit where credit is due? No, never. Okay, okay Laura, do you actually believe he's going to give credit where credit is due? Cappy, I believe yeah. in you. I think you will. Thank you. With Thank the you, Chargers? Laura. Cappy, don't let me down. <laughs> okay. okay, here's what I'm going to say about the Chargers. Yeah. I acknowledge that, one, Justin Herbert is a great young quarterback. He's although phenomenal. He has, but he hasn't won in playoff game. He hasn't been to the playoffs yet. Okay, sure. I acknowledge, I acknowledge okay. that Khalil Mack, at least through the first week. By, by the has, way, Derek Carr has not won a playoff game, right? <laughs> well, and I don't think Derek Carr is a great quarterback at okay. all. Okay, all right. Okay, but, but I, do, I will say this. Uh-huh. I kind of walked away from that game yesterday thinking, thinking, you know what? Um, the Raiders didn't play very well. Uh, Carr held on. Carr held on to the ball forever. His stats weren't very good. He over targeted Devontae Adams, but the Raiders were there. They were in that game. They had a chance to win that game. Dude, and so I kind of went away from that game, saying kind of a little more impressed with the Raiders losing than I was with the Chargers winning. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Are you serious? Yeah. You sound like my guy, who the VP of uh, the Handsome Man Society in no, our community. Sedonic- and cap community yeah. he said the same thing oh he did why do you think the raiders played so bad you because they didn't play very well Thanks, no cap. they played bad 
bad because the Chargers defense is really damn good. Chargers, okay. So again, giving credit where credit is due. But you did not. You no, no, gave the Char- them credit, but then you did not. You took the credit away. That's right. I probably did. The Chargers defense <laughs> is good. See, Chargers, Laura, I told Chargers you. Defense, no, no, but the Chargers defense is good. And they've they've gone out and they've made a lot of additions to make yeah. it really good because it was really Kamil bad Mack last year. Was a beast, bro. Yes, he was. He was. Now let's see him get through 16, 17 games. Let's see him actually make it. I mean, there's another guy that's had some injury problems, and then when you play for this organization, they may injure you just in practice. But my point is, is only this: like I, I was really, really surprised Wait. that the Chargers oh, no, no, couldn't by, put him away by, early. And, and by injury issues, what, yeah. what, I mean, he's had one real season where he's been really where he got right. Really but what hurt. happens is when players come to the Chargers, they generally find themselves injured. Or, you know, maybe the team doctor decides to puncture a lung. You know, it's, it's part of the reputation of the organization. Not true? Well, no, that has happened in the past, yes. But all, all I'm saying about the Raiders is, is that when you look at Derek Carr, for example, 22 of 37, 295 yards, two touchdowns with three picks, and a very, very mediocre, I mean, not even mediocre, subpar quarterback rating of, of 69.1, all I'm saying is, is that they didn't really play that great, and the Chargers had a chance to put them away and didn't. Right, and the Raiders, did, wait, the no, Raiders but, stayed in that game. Well, okay, the, the Raiders, okay, yeah, but the Raiders played bad. Like, how can you not sit here and say that the Raiders didn't play? Yeah, Derek Carr is 69.1 quarterback rating. You know why? Because Khalil Mack was on his ass the entire game. Fair point. Khalil Mack was on his ass. He had like he hit the quarterback like four or five times. He sacked them three times. He had the strips fumble at the end of the game. He was incredible. He was outstanding. Not taking that away from Khalil Mack. No, you are though because you're basically saying Derek Carr stunk it up. Not because they, the did, charges were good. Because when you're when you're a quarterback that's got the kind of years and you've got the contract that he just got, you would think that a quarterback that late in a game knows the one thing I can't do is hang on to the ball and take a sack, and that's exactly what Derek Carr did. I'm shocked that Derek Carr did not get rid of the ball late in that game and took those sacks. Here's the other thing, okay? Derek Carr, to your point, he had a bu- he had a couple of interceptions in the fourth quarter. Um, it's only the third time in his career that he's had multiple picks in the fourth quarter. He had four fourth quarter interceptions all of the entire season last year. So that is a credit to the Chargers, which you're not willing to give. You're not willing to extend them that credit. Chargers won the game. Chargers beat the Raiders at home. Their they number one to, receiver wasn't game. even available to them after a few minutes of, or a few a little bit into the game. And you want to know something? I'm not so sure that they're going to miss him. That that's and I'll give you another piece of uh, I was impressed. Like a kid like DeAndre Carter. But wait a I second. Knew, how does I this even know who that guy was? Your, how does this roll back to your overreaction of I tell you the Chargers are going to win the division and you go I think the Raiders are going to win the division. Well, that's an overreaction. But overreaction based on what? Based on the fact that the Raiders were right there and they were in this game, and oh over the course God. of the next 16 weeks, they'll improve. I'll tell you Laura. right now, Devontae Adams, adding Devontae Adams to the Raiders, complete yeah. game changer. Mm-hmm. Total yeah, game changer. great. No one denied that. But then what? Well, then you mean like in terms of who? Or, yeah. Well, I mean, Darren Waller, Hunter yeah, Renfro. Good. He's good. Hunter Renfro was like kind of invisible, I felt like, most of that game. Yeah, he didn't really do much. Three catches, 21 yards. Yeah. Not much. Yeah. Laura, you still think Cappy can uh, give credit where credit is due? No. This is why we don't have your back, Cap, and then you get mad, and then I try to have your back, and then you roll me through, See? and I told exactly. you. That's exactly. Well, when it, when it comes to the Chargers, all bets are off. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. probably we know true. That. That's probably yeah. true. 
See? Why couldn't you admit that on the front end? Well, listen, all I'm telling you is this, and I'm, I'm going to hold on to this. This is not an overreaction. I'm serious. Like, I really, <laughs> really walked away from that game thinking to myself, the Chargers had him. They of had course. him beat. Uh, it was 17-3, to three, mm. and you should put a team away when you've got him there at 17-3. to three, yeah. And the Raiders kept battling back. But it's back. an NFL game. Like, these teams, everybody, the entire league is predicated on parity. Okay. Who cares what you win? This isn't college football. There's no style points here. Just saying, you keep a team around, team has a chance to win. That's exactly what happened. But they the Chargers don't win. didn't bury them. And by the way, the Raiders last year, this is another credit for the Chargers. Do you know what their record was in one-score games last season? Tell me. 7-2. and two. Okay. Yeah. Couldn't finish them off this past week. Listen, teams that are 1-0 and right now, we yeah. will overreact and talk about how good they are. Chargers and teams are going to win the division. Teams that are 0-1, um, will overreact and say how bad they are. Yeah. We'll no, see. No, I don't think the Raiders are bad. I actually think the Raiders, I said this weeks ago, the Raiders are really good, and they're better than they were last year, I think by a decent margin. The problem is they play in the toughest division in the sport. Now, you have already said today's Monday, and you talk about overreacting. Yeah. I saw what Kansas City did to Arizona, and I don't Kansas think that Arizona is great. It was impressive, yeah. But, but you see, Kansas City hosting the Chargers on a Thursday night, yeah, and you're already calling for a Charger win because you're saying that they're gonna they're gonna win the division. They are gonna win the division. To me, I'll take Kansas City all day long right now. Okay, right now. What about mm -hmm. tomorrow? Tomorrow, same thing. Now it'll depend on Friday. We'll you know we'll depend on what happens on yeah. Thursday night. What about but Wednesday though? Still gonna take the Chiefs. Okay, I'm just curious. And by the way, you say yeah. that I can't be you know really uh, you know you, you know I can't be honest about this whole Charger thing. I'm not giving them any credit. Yeah. You are intentionally hyping the Chargers just to get under my skin. No, absolutely not. I'm yes, hyping up the Chargers because the Chargers are good. Are they better than the Bills? No. Are they better than the Chiefs? They might be. Okay. I'm, listen, long season, one week. I right. like the yeah. overreaction. You see how easy that was for me to be like impartial and uh, and also just you know not have a, a bias. Like you literally said, you walked out of the sports bar and said, "I don't know. I kind of feel like the Raiders had a really good loss there." I and did. And you know what? That's called confirmation bias. That's all that is. Is that really? Is that the definition of confirmation bias? Yes. Because frankly, I've never heard that phrase. You, you have bias towards the Chargers, and you were looking for any reason not to give them any love. No, wrong. So the I have bias towards bias, the Raiders. You know, it's not the Chargers that were that good. It's just the Raiders kind of stunk it up. So I feel really good about their loss. No, I, I actually don't think the Raiders stunk it up. I think that the Raiders were you in this game. You just said they played really poorly. Well, I think Derek Hart played poorly, but I think it's pretty impressive that the Raiders were still in this game when the Chargers had a chance to bury him, and they couldn't. What happens to the Chargers? I mean, the Raiders next week. If they, what happens if they lose to the Cardinals? I'll be pretty disappointed. Okay. I mean, based on the way that the Chiefs beat up on the Cardinals, I'd be pretty disappointed if the Raiders can't win that game. Because the Raiders' schedule is pretty brutal here to start. Do you, do you right? I mean, it's it's Chargers already a loss. You mm -hmm. got Cardinals at the Titans. Titans are gonna be pissed that they lost to the Giants. So they're. I know it's two weeks away, but they're not. They're, they're a team that's not going to, you know, they've won a lot of games uh, over the last several years. Then they got to play the Broncos at the Chiefs. Like, those first five games are tough for mm -hmm. the Raiders. And what about the Chargers? What are their first five games? Uh, I will tell you right now if you give me okay. one second. Let me know. I thought you had it committed to memory. No, I don't have it committed to memory because unlike you, I don't care enough to, like, have a bias. Well, um, I mean, but unlike you, I don't have I don't have, like, this big hype machine going for the I'm Chargers all of a sudden. I'm not hyping anything. I, you just asked me if they're better than the Bills, and I said no. And I said, are they better than the Chiefs? And you said and no. I said, maybe. And you think, I don't you know. Think the we'll Chiefs see. are going to win, or the Chargers are going to beat the Chiefs. I said they're going to beat them, but it doesn't mean that they're going to. I said they're going to win the division. They got to beat them once if they're going to. By beat the way, them, their the schedule's division. pretty easy. I'm looking at it right now at the Chiefs. 
Jaguars, then, yeah, Texans, easy. Browns. Yep. Yeah. They're yeah, going to be rolling. Easy. Broncos, Although, Seahawks, Falcons, Niners. I mean, th- that's why I'm saying the Chargers should win the division. I don't know. I'm still taking the Chiefs. After what I, I saw the Chiefs do up. yesterday, I'll take the Chiefs for right now. Okay. You and Sliwa and Bergman in the black hole together. Yeah, those guys looked pretty dope yesterday. That did look cool. I Again, I feel bad for the Raiders because they're much better than they were last year, and they just have in a really tough spot. Well, I think Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, for all this talk about their relationship and you know them playing college ball together and everything else, uh, it's going to be real easy to figure them out if he doesn't start distributing the ball. I mean, 47% of the time, Derek Carr went to Devontae Adams. Do you know what the percentage of, of the number of passes that were targeted for Cooper Cup in the in the Rams Bills game? I don't know, but we could talk about it on the other side. We'll do that plus Oh yeah. More on the Raiders Chargers and why Cappy wants to continue to discredit the Chargers. I don't know. Well, why we all know why. To, he wants to discredit them. That's we it. We all know it's why. More disc- discreditation. I don't even know if that's a word. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Let me ask everybody a quick question here. Yeah? Did you dedicate a lot of your weekend to college football and NFL football? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then how does your wife and family react to that? Because for me, I can just tell you right now, it's kind of one of those things that I feel like snuck up on Rachel. Oh, Jesus. And when she was thinking to herself, you know, hey, aren't we going to do what we do on the weekends? I was like, <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm going to watch football all day on Saturday. Well, what about tomorrow? Well, I'm going to watch football all day tomorrow, too. And um, it didn't go over so well, I must admit it. Oh, here we go. This is the time of year. Yeah. See, the difference is my wife likes football. Oh, she does. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll watch games. I even had Aria watching a game with me. Uh, we were watching BYU Baylor, uh, as I mentioned in our text chat 
uh, the other night. And then she was starting to doze off, so I put her to bed at like 9.30. But um, yeah, like uh, in my house, people know football is on. We're rocking. I know. Even Saturday afternoon, uh, Rachel said to me, she goes, hey, we have plans this afternoon. I said, well, what are our plans? And she said, well, we're going with some friends on their boat. Now, I got these friends, George. Oh, wait. A boat? Who have a crazy, crazy ass boat, right? Right. Now, is there a TV on the boat? You know it. Okay, good. You know it. So, um, so we're so we. She said we're going on this boat. So after yeah. the Alabama Texas game, right. and while I was watching the Pitt Tennessee game, right. She at halftime she's like we're going down to this boat. So we go down to these this boat. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, I tell now you, were you feeling good at halftime? Yeah, I felt like I felt like Pitt was was playing well. Yeah, and they were at home. Right, and they felt disrespected because they were the higher ranked team, but yet they were underdogs. Yeah. But man, I'm telling you, they. I mean, listen. When you start Tennessee, getting, by the way, Tennessee's like receivers looked as big as some of the Pittsburgh defensive linemen. Oh, dude. the Pitt defensive backs are small, and they they oh talked about it a lot God. during the broadcast. Yeah, the but, Vols wide receivers are huge, including um, you know, they had the the kid who um, was no longer at USC. Obviously, is at Tennessee now, Brew McCoy. Um, but they, all those receivers were huge. I know huge. they were monsters. These guys. Yeah. But we so we go down to this boat, right? And uh, we get on this boat. And it's this beautiful day, and it's a beautiful yeah. boat, and there was this yeah. concert that was happening like right off the shore, and we were right. kind of just anchored right in the water, and yeah. and all the women on the yeah. boat were upstairs, and they were drinking and dancing, yeah. and they were listening to the music, yeah. and all the dudes were sitting in like I guess you would call it the family room or the lounge, whatever, and Watching we're all TV. huddled around the TV because yeah. by this time all we wanted to do was watch USC against Stanford, right? Or Florida versus Kentucky, yeah, and and the women were like, "What are you guys doing?" And we're like. Uh, watching football, and they're like, you guys got to be kidding me. We're on this beautiful boat. There's a concert going on. It's a gorgeous day, and you guys would rather be inside watching football? And all the yeah. guys were like, yes, that's precisely right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we'd rather be doing. So how much grief did you get after the fact? Oh, my God. Honestly, George, like we're on a boat. We're stuck on a boat. This is from, call it 1 o'clock in the afternoon till legit yeah. like 10 o'clock at night. Right. And if I tell you that we spent a grand total of maybe 15 minutes together on the entire day, yeah. She was like, oh, my God, I can't believe how much football you watch. I watched every game that I could watch yeah. on this boat. Right. It's football season. Yeah, sweetheart. football takes over your life. And, in fact, yesterday we went to a sports bar, particularly for the, the late games. Right. And a friend of mine now, was Now, was in this town. you trying to, like, find a happy medium where yes. you could be out? Of course, naturally. <laughs> I'm like, well, listen, let's combine two things. I love football. You love drinking and during the day. Let's yeah. do the two things together. And, thankfully, this friend of mine came to visit and he had his two little babies one's like four years old and one's right. like i don't know you know six months old yeah and so she just got to play you know auntie rachel if you will right right so she, she was going goo -goo gaga with the babies right. yeah. and she left me alone for the entire game giving me wow. the opportunity to yeah. see that the raiders were able to keep themselves in this game against the chargers yeah now uh big eric herrera uh tweets us in the sedan and cap community so he wants to know um, did you uh, high-five the Raider fans on the way out and say, hey, that was a great loss? <laughs> I did not, because, and here's why. Because when the Raider-Charger game ended and the Raider fans and the Charger fans both took off, I stuck around because this is how much of a football junkie I am. Yeah. I wanted to see the only game that was still on, which was the Giants and the Titans and how that game was going to eventually come to an end. So yeah. while everybody else left because their team's game was over, yeah. me, I'm just there to watch every game. Yeah, you were there, and Rachel was still drinking, basically. She was having, uh, by this time, I think, um, yeah, she was drinking mules yeah. at this so, point. Yeah. Granted LA tweets into the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust community on Twitter. Um, Linz, he says that the Chargers are basically Cappy's ex-wife. Does that sound accurate to you? Yeah, 
I think so, considering uh, how you've talked about your ex-wife on this show, Cappy. Yeah. You know, saying saying on Friday that you would not, you would never come to her defense if she got uh, thrown under under the bus on social media. You know, like like Kanye did with Kim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is it is an ex wife kind of relationship, you know, and it's yeah. not one of those ex wife relationships. And I don't mean my ex wife; I mean the Chargers. It is not one of those ex wife relationships where you're like, you know what? We get along. We have holidays we, together. Was it co parenting? Yeah, we co parent. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. No, this is me and the Chargers. We're in one of those scorched earth relationships. Right. But now it's funny. I was having this conversation with Sliwa earlier because I would popped into their show earlier today. And, um, you know, Travis brought this up and he was right. You know, the Chargers, you know, you, you and Sliwa have broken up with them, but they're like the ex that, you know, they got they got some upgrades. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're looking good. They got they you know, they're not just working out at Planet Fitness anymore or L.A. Fitness. They're working out at like Equinox. Uh, and they've got the worldwide uh, membership where they can go to any Equinox gym, you know, not just the one gym. And they got a trainer like, you know, they're they're looking good. Oh, dude, make no mistake about it. I mean, when the Chargers and I were married, you know, their stadium was a piece of crap. Yeah. You know, and they were. Going, they, yeah, they, they weren't working out the same way. Right. You weren't either, though. You weren't working out either. Well, I'll just say this. I mean, now they got this flashy new stadium that they don't even have to pay for, you know. And somebody else built it for them. You know, yeah. it's like it's like what they did is they got into a relationship with a guy who's super ultra wealthy. Yeah. And you're like sitting there going, I can't really compare to that, dude. Yeah. And yeah. that's the deal. I mean, yeah. yes, so, it's a bitter relationship between me and the Chargers. So Beto Duran uh, tweets into the uh, community. Uh, uh, he says that uh, he responds to Grant and says, uh, and uh, knows every move. Cappy will watch every Chargers game this season. Laura, do you think that's accurate? It is. He's a stalker. We know this. Whoa. You know, just saying. Wow. I love you, Cappy, but you do. Well, but but it's not, this is not news. I mean, the, no, the minute they left San Diego and went to L.A., I've still watched every game that they've played. I've rooted for them to lose every game. I've celebrated when they've broken everybody's hearts. You know, George, I want you to keep doing what you're doing, though, because I What am know, I doing? Well, here's what you're doing. I'm just saying the obvious. They're good. Yeah, right. And And just keep hyping them. Keep telling us how great their roster is. Keep telling us about all the upgrades that they made. And then when it's all said and done, before this season ends, they will prove to you that they are just like the Clippers. And, no, and but really, here's the thing. Just you like what the this, Clippers always were. You did this thing with Matthew Stafford last year, and you're kind of a year late to that. Which, by the way, there's a Matthew Stafford story we got to get to in the next segment. Um, but And then eventually Matthew Stafford, you thought you had him when they had the three-game losing streak. You were feeling good. Chest was out. You're like, ha ha, Matthew Stafford, I got you. And then he went and won the Super Bowl. The Chargers are going to eventually pull that off on you. I don't know if it'll be this year, but they're going to pull it off with the guy that's that talented at quarterback. Well, that's what you say. But let me ask you something. Historically speaking, was Dan Fouts a good quarterback? He was a very good quarterback. Did he win a Super Bowl? He did not. Okay. Was Phillip Rivers a good quarterback? He was a very good quarterback. Did he win a Super Bowl? Uh, he did not. But I, I think, think Justin so. Herbert is better than both of them. He might be. Doesn't mean he's going to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Well, we'll I mean, see. let me ask you something. Was Dan Marino a good quarterback? He was a, one of the greatest. Did he ever win a Super Bowl? Different era, though. And just so saying, was Fouts. Fouts, saying also, Fouts in him, different era, though. There's like, plenty of great quarterbacks back that then, did not you, win Super Bowls. But back then, you could mug receivers. You could crush the quarterback. In today's NFL, if you're a good quarterback, 
Dan Marino and Dan Fouts would throw for 6,000 yards in today's NFL. Uh, but it doesn't mean they'd win a Super Bowl. They probably would, because if you have that kind of court. In today's NFL, Cappy, it is more important to have that position than any other position by a long shot. And when you look around the league right now, and you mm-hmm. look around the AFC in particular, mm-hmm. there's lots of teams with lots of good young quarterbacks, yeah. including one that we saw last Thursday night playing for Buffalo. He's and a awesome. Kid that's, and a kid that's already won a Super Bowl and been to a second Super Bowl in Kansas City. Yeah. So, so just because you're good... Right, but that's that the difference. That, I, I get it, but if you're great, chances are you're going to get yourself one. In, in this era. It, we'll wouldn't, it didn't happen in the 90s and the 80s and before that because the game was different. But now that the game is literally predicated on just, hey, let's just launch the ball 50, 60 times a game. Yes, if you have a great one, that's, that's why the Raiders can't win a Super Bowl unless they've got like the perfect team around Derek Carr. Because Derek Carr is very good. He's not great. Derek Carr is kind of like uh, like a Kirk Cousins, where yeah, you, you yes, are good, yes, correct. And, you, and you've been on the verge of being better than good a couple of times, but you've never been able to really truly elevate. And even though you've gotten the big dollars, um, that's mostly because you're consistent, you show up, you play through injury, you're a tough guy. But I mean, Derek Carr is a solid middle-of-the-road NFL quarterback. He's yeah. not a top five, he's not right. a top ten, he's just kind of right. a middle-of-the-road guy. Yeah, he is. And he had He's some beautiful middle. passes yesterday, some beautiful touch passes. He did. And some not-so-beautiful ones, too. And and the inability to get rid of the ball when you cannot take a right. sack late in a game. Yeah. yeah, 805 Raider tweets in the Sedan and Cap community. Sounds like everyone's just obsessed with hating on the Raiders as Cappy is hating on the Chargers. <laughs> Truth, uh, facts. And- yeah, and that, <laughs> and when are y'all going to realize that we're not rational about supporting our squad? Oh, I never said you were rational. I mean, I mean come on. I just feel bad for you because... You're you're much better than you were last year, but it, it may not show in the record this year. You're saying that the Chargers or the Raiders are much the better. The Raiders are gonna be are much better on paper than they were last year, and they they they're not gonna be better, I I think, from a record perspective. Well, we're gonna see. I mean, here in about uh twenty minutes or so, maybe a little bit longer, <laughs> we're gonna see what the Broncos look like. You know, so, so we've already seen what the Chiefs look like. We've already yeah. seen what the Chargers look like. We yeah. know that the Raiders, like you say, are better, but who knows what, what that means in a division. Yeah. That is generally considered the best division in football. Correct. Now, Biggie Eric Herrera also wants to know: Was the, your divorce an impressive loss as well? Um, good question, Biggie. That's a very good question. Mm. I mean, I'm not saying that it was an impressive loss for the Raiders because a loss is a loss. I guess what I'm saying is, is that I come away from the game yesterday thinking that the Raiders have an improved roster and may be significantly better than they've been. And while they did lose the game, I kind of walked away thinking, you know what? The Raiders maybe are a little better than I thought they were. But Devontae Adams, just that that's the guy, man. Wow. Just total you just game changer. You twisted yourself in a pretzel in that one. Did way. I? Did I really yeah. do that? Big really? time. Big time. But I like pretzels. You like soft pretzels? You like the oh, crunchy soft. ones? Yeah, you like them with, with salt, yeah. without salt? No, soft, a little salt, and some mustard. Yeah, oh, nice yellow mustard. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I go with some Dijon, too, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, coming up next, I mentioned there's a Matthew Stafford story. And, oh, boy, it you and I were on to something on Stafford. And everybody was telling us, ah, you guys are making a big deal out of nothing, blah, 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 blah. Well, now we know, based on reporting, that maybe you and I weren't making a big deal. That maybe you and I were spot on about something. And it's rare that you and I agree on anything that we're spot on on. That is pretty true. It is rare. So, like, for me, when I'm right, which I'm never really right, I like to break my arm patting myself on the back. You just love to celebrate how often you're right, and you love to break your arm patting yourself on the back. I do, yeah. I mean, I'm right a lot. 
Well, that's what you say. Yeah. yeah. Scoreboard. Uh, all right, so we'll get to this Matthew Stafford story here in just a second. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Come on, Mariah. What prompted this song? Check the sheet, Cappy. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have it committed to memory. Really? Okay, but but to but to ask that, I feel like that was that was this one was kind of an obvious one on the email and the sheet, yeah. you know, right? No. Fantasy released today, nineteen ninety five. As True. the lead single from the album Daydream. True. But you see, Lindsay, it's called a setup, you see? And with Chris not being here to explain, on this day in nineteen ninety five, Mariah Carey released Fantasy as the lead single from Daydream. See, it's just sort True, of a Kathy, layup. But but why lie and say, What prompted that? When you know exactly what prompted that. I feel like there's a better way to set it up. That's all. Yeah, lying no, versus hey. setting up are two very oh, different things. Oh, okay. You were the words. lying thing yeah. again. You know, yeah, you're well, always trying you, to dry the line between you're the, the lying. judge and jury, as always. Always the judge and jury. <sighs> the world according to Lindsay. I judge, I judge just, no one. Just because yeah. your ex wife won yesterday doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you need to be snappy at everybody. No, no, Jeez. I'm not snappy. Listen, um, my new wife, the Cleveland Browns, won yesterday, too. That's right. You, wait, Looked good doing Cleveland it, right? Cleveland Browns are your new wife? You know that. Because of your boy? That's right. Alex Van Pelt? Correct. No relation to Scott? None. We're the only ones who picked them to win, Cap. You did, right. yes. <laughs> now, Lindsay, are we going to Cleveland this weekend or are we not? I'm not going. You're going. I'm not You're going. out on Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't make it happen. Mm. I'm going to your hometown this week. Don't they play the Jets? They yeah. do. Oh, they should win that game. Yep. Cleveland Browns could be 2-0. God, they, they should be. be. They I said, be. you know, I don't have very high expectations for them this season at all, but if they can like stay afloat around 500 until Deshaun Watson comes back, I think they might have a chance to make the playoffs. I was watching that game on the red zone because I was like watching, you know, the the Panthers come back and I was like, oh no, poor Lindsay. And then they they hold on to win. And I immediately just text in our group chat, Lindsay with an exclamation point. She doesn't come, she doesn't say anything for like at least 10 or 15 minutes. And her response was something to the effect of, I'm sorry, I was busy dancing in my house. I, I love was. That. How about this, by the way? I mean, we were talking earlier during Super Cross. We talk. need, by the way, next time there needs to be a selfie video of that. Yeah, that okay. didn't happen. You should have. And no one was like, my roommate wasn't home. I was screaming at the top of my lungs because you know I turned my phone off and I put my phone down because I didn't want anybody that was like ahead of me because I was watching it on streaming. Uh-huh. I didn't want anyone from back home or ahead of me to like text me and spoil it for me. So I was just like, I know he's gonna make this. I know he's gonna make this. Talking about the fifty-eight yard field goal, mm-hmm. I was like, that's the reason they drafted him in the third round. Everyone laughed. Everyone laughed when they drafted the kicker, but you know what? He's going to make this, and it's all going to be okay. 
I mean, it worked out for the Raiders and they drafted Seabass back in the day, remember? And and had an amazing career. He was drafted in the first round, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And that was crazy. But think about this, though. Think about being a 21-year-old kid or a 22-year-old kid. Like, my son's 22 years old and playing D2 college football. Imagine being a 21- or a 22-year-old kid. You're drafted by a team, and in your very first game, where everybody, like you said, Lindsay, kind of laughed at the Browns, like, why would you draft a kicker so high? And in your very first NFL game yeah. with so much storyline to be had in this game about going yeah. to Carolina and your former quarterback was the number one overall pick, et cetera. And from 58 yards out, not only do you hit this bomb, that thing was good from 70. Yep. Yeah. He was he was hitting like 72, 75 yarders during like the, the, the practice, the warm-ups. He was on uh, the Cleveland GKB station last week i heard him you know he they interviewed him and he was like yeah you know i think the longest i don't want to jinx myself but i think the longest i've hit was like 72 and i was just like oh geez he's got this dude no i mean when i was playing ball this is now going back a long time ago yeah if somebody could kick a 60 to 65 yard field goal like we were all like oh my god dude 60 now you got guys in the nfl in week one 58 yards 59 yards 55 yards i mean it used to be where nfl coaches were like hey if the ball's on the 35-yard line, 52, that's it, man. Everything else after that, we punt. Man, these guys are amazing. And yet, all we hear about is, these guys suck, man. 28-yard field goal missed. Well, they did miss a ton of them. That, that, did. that, did, that did happen this week. But bombs, uh, man. Re- real quick, uh, speaking of bombs, Adam Schefter, I believe, dropped a bomb this weekend about the Rams. Uh, Lindsey, he, was he the guy who reported? Was it Shefty that reported that the Rams? I think it Rams might have been had, Florio. Oh, I thought I saw Adam, so that's why. Look, I'll look. I mean, it doesn't matter. So anyway, the the report was that the Rams were interested in who? Jimmy G. Wow. Now, the fascinating part about that, Cappy, was what came to my head immediately was when you and I were talking about his elbow thing for weeks, and everybody was like, ah, whatever. No big, you're making a big deal out of nothing. And they kept saying, oh, everything's good. We're fine. They hit, First, they hid the surgery from us. Let's start there. Or the, not the surgery, yeah, the procedure. Procedure, right. procedure pardon me. They hid the procedure from us, which I don't blame them. I mean, that's their right. It's, first of all, HIPAA laws, all that stuff, right? They don't have to tell us anything. But we, we find out about Forget that. HIPAA laws. How about just competitive advantage? Okay. So we find out about that. All good. But now we find out that they were looking into Jimmy Garoppolo. So when they were sitting there saying, oh, we're good, we're fine, he's fine, we're fine, we feel good about it, did they? Because if you're feeling that good about it, are you looking at Jimmy Garoppolo? It was well, Schefter, by the way, real quick. Thank you. And they said I mean, that the Rams were, quote, lurking as a possible destination for Garoppolo. And, and more to the story was, if the Niners released Garoppolo, then the Rams, according to the reports, were interested in Garoppolo. And by the way, why would they not be? Because I, I said this earlier in the season, or well, I guess preseason, if Matthew Stafford gets hurt, the Rams season is pretty much over. Yeah. Now, now look, most NFL teams, if your star quarterback doesn't play and gets hurt, like, the, like let me say, put it this way. The Dallas Cowboys, week one, done. See, season's over. Yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's an overreaction Monday, so let's just go with it. No, no, but it is. It is true. But if Matthew Stafford were to get hurt, can I ask everybody, are you seriously putting your confidence into a guy that's really, really never played in John Wolford? No, not to make a playoff run, no. Right, absolutely. so so if Jimmy G were released and an available free agent and you could take from your rival in the division, mm-hmm. it's not really a shocking development, but what I suppose is the shocking part of it is 
that they were thinking about it because that tells you that they knew more about his elbow than they were letting on. Of course, absolutely. And and it, it goes to show you that all this, oh, he's fine, we're fine, we're we're good, you know, it, no, not really. Not really, to use right. A, uh, to use a McVeighism, right? No, mm-hmm. not really. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? I did. Very nice. Nicely yeah. done by you. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a lot of uh, tweets from people in the community, in the circle of trust, explaining yeah. that, um, you know, you got to find a girlfriend who likes football. And I'm just going to tell everybody that's sending me those suggestions that I want you to know, like, I've got three daughters. Two of the three of them are Sunday football viewers. One of them has no interest at all. But I started to set this up when these girls were little babies. And I tell my daughters all the time, man, one day your husband's going to be such a happy guy because on Sunday when he wants to sit around and watch football, you're going to be the one going, yeah, let's do it. That's the way I did it. That's the way I set it up for these two girls. Three okay. of them, I couldn't. I wasn't three for three. Two for three, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Sorry, I was terrible. just, my kid was uh, leaving and because uh, my daughter's going to her dance class. And then I realized, I asked my wife, why is um, our son in pajamas? And he's like, that's what he wanted to wear. I'm like, okay, <laughs> see you later. Don't argue with him. Let him wear his pajamas. Yeah, um, yeah listen, but Rachel, you're going to have to figure something out with Rachel. Because remember, last, off, last football season felt rough, too. I mean, you would think at this point she kind of would understand, you know? Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, George, um, I'm going to need a little bit of help later on because, um, see, the thing is, is that when you Why don't you come to my house? Come to your Sunday. house. Uh, why? So that Rachel can babysit for you? No, you know, Kelly will hang out with her and like kind of glance at the, she's not if Kelly watches football, it's fine. You know, she's just glancing at it, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have the TV outside inside, you know, and then that way you can watch football. Okay. I, would I made, to do that. I made old fashions this weekend. Really? I'd never tried it before. And I figured what the hell let's go, you know, and let's keep the bourbon your, kick. Going. What's your review? Um, I, I asked my wife if she liked it and she thought it was pretty good. First okay. time ever. I, I didn't know how to, like, I didn't know how much of the bitters I needed to put in for the old mm-hmm. fashioned, but I figured that out. You know, I'm off beer and wine. I'm only on vodka right now uh, uh, because well, of my diet. Well, we got diet. plenty of that, too. Yeah, because of my diet, you know, George. Yeah. And I don't know if you know But I, I feel like I could take care of your Rachel problem. Just yeah, come you, over here. You might. You might be able to help out. I don't know if you noticed or not. We can talk about this a little bit later on. But, um, you know, today is Monday. And on Mondays, I'm asking everybody in the circle of trust who's on a diet with me right now to please mm-hmm. post their weight. You know, so you take you weigh in on Mondays. Right. Did anybody do that? Nobody. Uh, only only yeah. Casper V did that. And he's, yeah. I think, trying to gain some weight because he's like 162 oh. pounds. Yeah, yeah. But I have yet to post my my weight that I took, uh, my scale, my picture. Oh. I did not post well, earlier well, today. Well, tell us that on the other side. By the way, the great Pepe Mantilla. Do uh, you know Pepe? I do. Yeah, the uh, great Lakers voice in Espanol. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, how about Garoppolo going to Dallas since they lost their QB? I mean, if listen, I, right I, now, I, if, if you are uh, the Niners with yep. Garoppolo. You do not I, part I, with him right now. Well, be, you, why? Because you don't trust Trey. Let's uh, do that on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk about that because there there is some of that. Honestly, the guy that I would, if, if you know, the Dolphins have Teddy Bridgewater, dude. Like he started a lot of games in this season. Like if I'm Dallas, maybe I'm looking at Teddy Bridgewater because Cooper Rush ain't going to be it, bro. No, no, he's not. It, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to work out so well for you. Uh, but Pepe, good to hear from you, buddy, and thank you for the text. Hola, uh, Pepe. All right. Yeah, coming up next, let's get into SC. Because remember last week I told you that uh, ESPN does this like playoff predictor and last week SC was like 12th or 13th or whatever and they were like at 4, 4%, 5% or something like that. Um, well, this week they have... Thank you. Goodbye, Ari. Have fun. Uh, they have climbed the charts, okay? And by climbed, I mean like significantly climbed. I'm going to tell you where they are in the playoff predictor coming up on the other side. We're back in three minutes.